It's the Stay in the Game podcast, and I am your host, Trevor Field, physical therapist and business owner of Form and Function Physical Therapy in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Hey, we got a lot to talk about today, guys, so I want to kick right in and just kind of get you an update of what's going on. Obviously, we're in the middle of a heat advisory. Of course, it's that time of year in Southern California, so uh, just buckle up for all that heat. So baseball's still going on. We're in the middle of our season. Uh, Coming down the stretch, so uh, fighting for a playoff positioning right now, so hoping uh, we can pull out uh, a couple more wins to uh, secure a bye and get to the, the... the playoffs in good seed position. So uh, all that's going well. So even with heat advisories, wanted to kind of throw out uh, as a reminder, uh, we offer through our partner at Janine IV and Aesthetics, intravenous fluids. So obviously I've taken advantage of some of that, uh, having to stress my body playing, uh, playing nine innings of baseball, uh, in the warm weather, uh, recovery for me has been critical. So, uh, remember guys, if you're out here stressing your body out, uh, pushing to, uh, exertion in the crazy elements of heat out here in Southern California, just remember, we've got that, uh, IV nutritionals for you. So, uh, keep that in mind. Very, uh, timely reminder for you guys. So if you need it, reach out, we can, uh, get you in touch. And it's not just necessarily that you need some just normal saline, uh, although that can certainly help just get your volume of fluid back. Uh, there's things like amino acids, uh, B vitamins, all these things that you deplete yourself of when you stress yourself out. Get that in an IV and you'll feel like a million bucks. So what else is going on in the clinic? We've uh, we've been uh, seeing the back-to-schoolers start to come. So uh, a lot of these guys prepping for uh, leaving for college, getting their final tune-ups in. So if uh, you're in that situation where you're getting ready to uh, bounce out to college, first year, third year, whatever it is, however long you've been there, and you're an athlete and you're trying to see uh, – if you can be 100% by the time you show up on campus, come on through. We've got a, a perfect opportunity for you to get yourself tuned up. So uh, that's what's coming through our clinic a lot lately. And uh, school's rolling right back into session shortly. So uh, my suspicion is we're going to start to see a, a lot of the youth sports folks start to pop back in. So you return to school and uh, fall sports prep uh Peeps, uh, get on the schedule early because uh, I don't want you to miss out. Well, we're in the middle of another challenge. So this month, for the month of August, we have got the yoga pose challenge. So if you uh, have never done yoga, if you're a yogi, you're an expert, I think this is something fun for you. So ultimately what we've got is a 30-day challenge, a single yoga pose, once a day for 30 days. So uh, we've got that posted all over the place, but probably the, the easiest access is to head over to our Instagram. So we're at Form Function PT on Instagram, and you can check us out in the story. You can see some of our posts. You got staff involvement there, so you can check out uh, who does it best. And the cool thing is this is something that you can easily all get involved in. This There's nothing kind of extreme about any of these yoga positions. This is all going to be something simple, fun. Get your body moving. Get your mobility back. Feel, feel uh, like a million bucks. As I said, with the IV, you can feel like a million bucks from yoga as well. Um, and speaking of yoga, if you missed our last podcast, I want you to go back because we had a yoga instructor, James Woods and check out that one. Our interview was amazing. So I want you to check that last episode out. And then 
jump over to our Instagram, get in on the challenge. So obviously we're a few days into it. You can roll all the way back and start it whenever you'd like. So if you want day one and just do 30 days from there, if you want to catch up to us and knock out all the yoga poses and finish it by the end of the month, hey, you know what? Do you. You're more than welcome to do it. And the last thing we got going on is the blog. So we've got our most recent newsletter up in our blog. So I want you to go check that out. We've got a staff spotlight of Miss Alyssa Barrick. So she is one of our clinical aides, clinical assistants. Basically, uh, I call her Loctite. She's like the glue that holds our business together. So literally, from the moment you walk in, a smile on her face, uh, greeting you, welcoming you, welcoming you, giving you that uh, that perfect environment for healing. And in fact, uh, one of the reasons I bring that specific thing up is our most recent uh, review specifically spoke to Alyssa and how just her welcoming presence um, just set the tone for a positive experience with our business. So I can't uh, uh, reiterate how much the importance of uh, the people that we have, how they are so integral to what we do. You think it's, there's, for me, and I tell our people, there's there's no unimportant task. It really doesn't matter what it is in terms of your job title or otherwise. Uh, they bring everything to their position and it does make a difference. It shows and, and to see them get recognition. And one of the reasons we do staff spotlights is for that reason is that there's no unimportant person. There's no unimportant role. Everybody's kind of pulls their weight and, and brings something to the table. And I want you to go check out uh, our most recent newsletter, Spotlighting Alyssa. It's up in our blog. And then speaking of our blog, I'm about to put one out, and it's mostly about the topic of what I'm going to spend most of our time talking about in today's podcast, and that's PEMF. So that's a mouthful. PEMF, that's Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Therapy. It's a specific new device that we've brought in. It's been around forever. I'll kind of do a deep dive, but I want you to run over to that blog and get some more information. Uh, so speaking to that, we did a little re decorating over on our website. So if you're seeking our blog and you go over to formfunctionpt.com, um, used to be sitting right along the top line uh, of our navigation. Right now, it's actually under an education title. So go ahead and click that education drop down and you'll find our blogs all underneath that education. So just trying to redecorate a little bit, reorganize, keep it nice and tidy for you guys so it's easier navigation. So go check that out. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. If you like it, if you don't like it, you need that uh, that blog put back on that top line. Hey, give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. So let's get right into it. Let's talk about PEMF. So I bring these kind of things up, not only just to educate you guys, but I, in order to, and, and the, it's the bigger purpose of why we do a podcast. It's it's truly about education of our audience and helping people make a good decision of who they do business with, just to help assist the community in being as healthy as they possibly can. So as I go through and talk about uh, a bit about what it is, what it's good for, how how could you use it, um, the kinds of conditions you treat with it, I want you to think about who in your life might benefit from it and then just share this information with them because once again this is a way for us to stay in communication with our uh, form and function family our past patients people who are looking for physical therapy um, it's just again helping people um, stay connected to us and getting the right information about making decisions about who to who to trust with their health. So we brought on this device. It's a pulsed electromagnetic field unit. Uh, the only one I know of that's actually guided by the practitioner. And what that means is basically the device 
generates an electromagnetic field into the patient. I, as the practitioner, will then, with my hands, be able to guide that field through those tissues and exit it out my body to ground. So let's say you're dealing with a neck or trap strain or otherwise. Uh, by me just gliding a couple fingertips over those muscle groups, you get uh, a sensation akin to electrical stim. It's very difficult to kind of explain. It's so kind of novel, so unique uh, that... It's the closest kind of comparison, but it's really not electrical stim. Electrical stim is something that just basically provides an electrical input to the nerve to give you that sensation. And you can turn it up to a point where you can get a muscle contraction, which can assist with blood flow and circulation, maybe a little relaxation and some pain relief. But really what PEMF does, that electromagnetic field really gets to the cellular level and starts to alter the function of the cell, you get better cell membrane permeability. So I know I'm kind of getting deep into the technical aspects of this, but I want you to kind of follow me for a second. So improved cell membrane permeability is going to allow the cell to be energized. So uh, basically, much like a battery, the human body is electric. It does carry a charge. It carries voltage. And these electrical charges are necessary to maintain kind of the optimum health of our cells. These things can begin to decline just naturally with age, if there's injury, illness. So these PEMF, this pulsed electromagnetic field, can help restore that healthy electrical balance within the cell or within the body entirely and thereby kind of assist and facilitate healing, pain relief, and a lot of other kind of beneficial effects. So those positive effects with PEMF would include things like reduction of pain, uh, inflammation, uh, Improving your range of motion of tissue. So let's say um, you've suffered an uh, injury, scar tissue damage, post-surgical recovery, and you've lost range of motion of your joint. This can assist in recovering a lot of that range of motion. So just recovery in general, not only from injury, but recovery from intense workouts. So we've uh, kind of coupled PEMF with sports massage, and we're seeing really quick results in terms of uh, recovery, being able to get back to the gym and push those muscles. So, um, improve tensile strength of tissue. So it makes you less vulnerable to re-injury. So way back in the 1970s, PEMF was actually approved, um, as a bone stimulator. So for non-union fractures, these kind of broken bones that, uh, those two bone ends didn't want to mend, they would order a bone stimulator unit. Well, these bone stimulator units were, um, basically pulsed electromagnetic fields, so they've identified that the improvement in kind of bone adhesion and uh, laying down of new bone um, osteogenesis is what's that that's called at the cellular level, basically breaking down and making up new um, new bone has been found to be improved with PEMF. Well, more recent studies, even up into the 90s, um, found that uh, these clinical results of soft tissue, they actually showed uh, benefits in that soft tissue, particularly nerve tissue recovery and regeneration. So we're seeing things like um, carpal tunnel syndrome, sciatic nerve problems, cervical nerve irritation, so disc bulges, herniations that can irritate the nerve. We're seeing really uh, positive effects in terms of very quickly altering their symptoms. So we can get people in, quickly treat them, pre-test, and by the time they walk out, those clinical signs are improved. So PMFs, uh, we're, we're super excited about it because we're seeing really, really incredible results very, very quickly. Um, 
for me, even being the practitioner, running it through uh, my body, being the conduit. I talked about kind of our baseball um, outings and things like this. So I still pitch. So it's pretty stressful to the body. And uh, prior to PEMF, I would have kind of the usual suspects, kind of that the scap upper back pain, because those are the, the breaks of the muscles to, uh, to throw. So these are muscle groups that get very overused. My left glute would get incredibly sore. That's my plant leg that I have to pivot over. So I drive hard off of the right leg, land on left. So left glute is the uh, loaded partner of that throw. So that muscle group would get incredibly sore. Well, even since I started using it, I no longer have that post-game soreness. It's really just assisted in my own recovery. So just using that electromagnetic field can really speed up overall recovery and reduce soreness. So there's one other personal experience I had with the PEMF device, even again, not necessarily me treating myself, but just being the conduit. So uh, this season, and I always bring this back to baseball because that's the, the big activity that tends to beat me up. So early in the season, I've... Uh, I was sliding a lot, so whether that be defensively at third base, trying to, to slide to uh, knock down a ball, or uh, stealing bases, or, or just trying to take that extra base and going down and sliding. So how many times I've slid in my life and actually taken skin off the outside of my uh, left shin, because that's my, my, my tuck under leg. So that tends to be the area where I, I scrape a lot of skin away. And it's happened so many times that it's, it's almost like paper at this stage of the game. It's been kind of scraped off and rebuilt so many times. Well, it, it had happened multiple times this season already. And the day before I actually got uh, this new device, uh, I had done it again. So the day prior. So the previous couple of times that I did it, Typically, even into the the second week, there was still kind of some scabbing of that uh, of that wound from sliding and just kind of the abrasion of of the the field taking all that skin off, which is you know appreciate the graphicness of that. So pretty yummy. Uh, well, this time after that last time I had done it, I had been just treating patients, um, and again, me being the conduit. It just energized my cell. So at the two-week mark prior, there was scabbing. This was all new skin and closed in five days. So the only thing I could really relate it to, and I didn't do anything drastically different in terms of my wound care regimen uh, that I could relate that healing to other than the PEMF. So certainly what we're seeing is that um, cellular regeneration is something that they tout a lot in the literature, but that's something that I got to see uh, firsthand. So, uh, again, I wasn't treating, uh, the area. I wasn't treating my leg, literally just being the conduit running that magnetic field through my body and being exposed to it is, is something that just accelerated my personal healing situation. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the application of PEMF is, is so broad that it almost seems like it's too good to be true. But the deeper I've gotten into the research of uh, PEMF, the more kind of uh, benefits that I see to health. So there's really nobody that I think shouldn't be doing this unless you've got a, um, a device implanted. So if you've got a pacemaker, if you've got an insulin pump, if you've got kind of a, a pain stimulator, uh, what? A nerve stimulator to um, deal with pain that may have been implanted by a pain management specialist, um, then you're probably, um, well, you're certainly not a candidate because we don't want the PEMF to affect the function of that uh, device. 
but if you've got rods, plates, screws, otherwise, those are still things that are completely safe to use with PEMF. So um, wanted to kind of give you a heads up about if and when you could or could not use it. So the effectiveness of PEMF with pain is something that I did a fair amount of study with. So generally, as I said, our bodies um, do run at an electrical potential of negative 70 millivolts. So we do actually have a resting potential in our nervous system of negative 70 millivolts. When pain um, happens, when injury happens, when inflammation happens, that kind of resting potential moves toward that negative 30 millivolt range, which is close to that depolarization threshold. So when a nerve sends a signal, it's it's does something called depolarizes or it, it signals or triggers that uh, message to be sent. So it takes very little agitation to that tissue to send off that pain message. The thing that will happen is you get an electrochemical response with the PEMF to do something called hyperpolarizes it. So it takes it from that negative... 30 past negative 70 near negative 90 millivolts. So it's going to take way more input for you to set off that pain signal. So certainly you can improve through that. Uh, we talked about kind of uh, cell membrane permeability. What we're doing is we're actually altering um, sodium and potassium channels, which actually regulate how that electrochemical response occurs for your nerves to send off that signal. So if you're not deep into science, if you're not deep into the research, it really doesn't matter. All you need to know is that it's going to affect the cells and affect the nervous system to make you less likely to send pain messages. So you're going to be in a whole lot less discomfort is kind of the, the long story short. But if you want the long story, if you want kind of that information, if you're deep into science, you took all the biology, you took the, the physiology courses, and you want to kind of understand this a little bit deeper, what I'll do is I'll put up all this PMF info that I did all my research on to decide to make this purchase of this unit, and I will plug that into our blog. So if you ever want to go over and go, go deep into nerding out about sodium potassium channels, uh, nitric oxide production, all of the, the really heavily technical information that's going to be over there for you in our blog. So keep an eye out for it. I'll post it over there and, uh, I'll give you a heads up maybe on the uh, next podcast when that's going to be available. I, I can't think of an application where I wouldn't want to use this, man. When I talk about patient stories with PEMF, one of the first things I saw was through a lot of their advertising they were showing somebody who had been dealing with, um, it looked to be a Parkinson's type uh, condition. They were dealing with an incredible amount of tremor. So they had put this up on their, their Instagram ads and they showed some before and afters of how it altered this tremor. So I, it, it harkened me back to one of my patients who was dealing with some tremor. I had uh, just treated him for a simple um, hip issue um, from slipping and falling from fly fishing, uh, wading through the water. So we wanted to kind of you know, do our traditional rehab things, but his, his tremor was really something that, uh, was really affecting him. So when I saw this, I thought of him and, and wanted to do a trial and say, Hey, look, um, this is what I've seen online. I'd be glad to at least investigate if this is something that can alter your tremor. If it's something that you want us to look at, let's get you in and, and let's just do a demo with the unit and see how it responds. Well, um, after performing our protocol, um, 
I had noticed just going uh, kind of thumb to each fingertip how his dexterity of his hand was altered and uh, was, you know, encouraged to say, hey, if it changes, it's changeable. That's fantastic. Uh, literally a couple hours later, uh, his wife sent me a video of him eating a hard shell taco for the first time in almost 15 years. So before just eating a hard shell taco, he would either crush the shell or just shake so much that he would just dump the contents of his taco. So uh, already seeing in a single session how um, dramatic it could have an effect on his ability to move. Brought him in, said, hey, let if a little bit worked, let's try a little more. Uh, started actually signing checks again. He hadn't literally picked up a pen and written in over a decade as well. So he was starting to see some massive improvements, tying his shoes, just literally the dexterity in his hands starting to improve. So uh, I always talk about kind of our, uh, we tend to be more musculoskeletal uh, related physical therapy offices. People just don't think of PT when it comes to dealing with kind of some of these systemic um, disease related kind of conditions or degenerative conditions that there's just not a lot of hope with. Well, now with this PEMF device, I'm actually seeing that there is ways for us to be able to alter the nervous system, alter kind of that output and signal and see if we can't make a difference to some of these. So if you know anybody who's dealing with any of these type of conditions, you know, send them our way. We would love to at least investigate, do a quick trial, see if this is something that could benefit them and uh, get a, a quick course of treatment and see if we can't uh, get them back to uh, just a better um, better lifestyle. So as I'd mentioned before, we were more or less wanting to listen to this to see who might be a candidate. So I'm going to give you a quick kind of list of the types of uh, clients that we've treated successfully with PEMF. Um, so a middle blocker at Penn State was just a couple of days post-ACL recovery, um, ACL reconstruction re um, surgery, and she came in significantly swollen, um, visible, um, just very um, global bruising around the knee, through the calf, uh, posterior thigh, and um, really had a great deal of difficulty even just lifting her leg. What will happen with this amount of effusion or, or swelling within the joint, um, all of that swelling will actually inhibit the thigh muscle, the quadricep from firing, and it makes it nearly impossible for you to lift your leg. Well, we had kind of charged this thing up with the PEMF, and not only was she able to do a straight leg raise, just physically lift her leg that she couldn't do even 15 minutes prior, but we actually saw some of the bruising begin to dissipate. So the fact that bruising was beginning to go away even within a matter of minutes just was you know proof positive that this is actually having a cellular effect. That this isn't a uh, uh, you know a placebo. This isn't just uh, wishful thinking. This is actually a healing device that's accelerating your body's natural uh, response to allow your body to heal. So post-surgical recovery is going to happen incredibly fast. Um, what I'm actually seeing uh, incredible results are is neck, shoulder, um, and elbow pain. So uh, I'm seeing just marked, marked improvement in range of motion of the neck. So people who are waking up with stiff neck or, or locking up their joints, just running uh, that PEMF through a lot of these locked up muscles eases off kind of that joint restriction and you see mobility restored very quickly, shoulder tendonitis issues that there's pain even to lift the arm. 
and within just a matter of minutes, they're reaching fully pain-free um, elbow issues for my throwers, um, difficulty with um, gripping or holding things or twisting with resistance of the forearm, uh, those things responding incredibly quickly. Uh, the, the cool thing is there's multiple applications. So, I mean, obviously it's, it's difficult to kind of picture through the, the lens of a podcast, but, um, we talked about it being guided through the practitioner's hands. So any area we, that we would apply this treatment to, there's options to do it globally within your body. So this, uh, this plate that generates the electromagnetic field into your body, it could be something where we drive it up one leg and down the other. So you can ground yourself and just run the entirety of the current through your body. So I've uh, actually been working a fair amount with people with plantar fasciitis, uh, post ankle sprains, and these things are recovering so much faster because we're just applying more energy to the system to assist in the recovery of this. So uh, similarly, we're seeing um, sciatic nerve problems, uh, even in that same application, just driving the the magnetic field up one leg and down the other to assist in calming some of the nerves of the area, uh, applying it in a guided manner through the hands uh, along some of these segments that are are affected, the L4, L5, L5, S1, sciatic nerve problems, um, uh, sacroiliac problems, things that we're seeing that, you know, one, they respond well to therapy, but it's just happening so much faster now. We're getting to the the pain relief component of it so we can be a bit more aggressive with our exercises. So in some cases, we've had to be so um, slow in kind of metering out the challenge that we apply to patients to be able to use their muscles to support their joints to get their pain under control and restore kind of that, that last phase of recovery. Uh, now we're seeing that we can get their pain controlled quickly and we can prescribe more challenging exercises to build the muscles to help support the joint. So um, it just helps us do what we do a little bit faster and a little bit better. So it just, um, it, it's exciting. Uh, I love to see kind of the uh, advancement of our profession and just the acceleration of the body's recovery um, in a very naturopathic way without having to use medications or injections or surgeries. Um, just super exciting. So we made it through the monologue about PEMF. I know it gets a little tough when we get deep into kind of the, the cellular level of responses and the, the deep technical types of uh, issues that uh, we're trying to talk about. But now we're on to the products that we love. So this month, this focuses on our Graston tools. So basically, it's an instrument-assisted soft tissue device. We use it extensively in the clinic to um, assist in the breakdown of adhesion, scar tissue, things that get built up in the fascia. The fascia is the connective tissue layer between the skin and the muscle. So um, this is an area that tends to, when you glide a Graston tool over it gives you a sense of texture when there's a problem, when there's overused muscle, when there's old injury, when there's um, trauma and entrapped inflammation. You feel a grittiness, almost like a, a cottage cheese kind of 
when you're gliding this tool over it. And by continuing to glide over this area, you can actually begin to break down some of those adhesions and you can assist in improving tissue mobility, joint mobility, reduction in pain. So these tools are things that we've uh, um, used extensively, but they have literally been around for thousands of years. It initially started as something called gua sha, which uh, actually means scraping. So if you've heard of scrape, uh, scraping techniques, gua sha, um, graston, they're all just different kinds of techniques. There's uh, factor, which is um, uh, a type of educational program, graston specifically is as well. But it all falls under the kind of umbrella of instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization. So those tools are actually available on our site so we can assist in teaching you uh, how to use them yourself if you're looking to actually get treatment done that's something that we can provide you as well so check that stuff out we love it head over to formfunctionpt.com uh, and head over to our existing patients area over to the, uh, to the um, products page and uh, you can shop the instrument assisted soft tissue tool. This is normally the point in the show where we go through our tip and trick of the month, but I wanted to discuss a little bit more about our method, something called the FAST method. It's a method I developed uh, um, over the years of being a physical therapist. It's 19 going on 20 uh, years doing this now. It's uh, a method that kind of marries traditional physical therapy methods to the manual manipulations of the joint akin to like chiropractic techniques using things like cupping uh scraping cold laser pemf it's basically putting all of these tools into a single toolbox to assist in immediately reducing pain, inflammation, promoting tissue healing. I mean, the big thing is that we understand people never want to be told just rest it for two weeks and then, you know, if it's still bothering you, come on back or take these medications for a couple weeks and if it's still bothering you, then let's book another appointment. So, I mean, this is the, the traditional thing that we tend to see uh, of how people um, treat pain and why pain is such an epidemic. I've developed this uh, years ago where the, the front leading edge of people just kind of getting pushed off almost being a nuisance to their doctor with these kind of musculoskeletal complaints. Well, the FAST method was a way for us to uh, be much more um, proactive in the recovery. It's, it's nobody wants to, again, be told, wait two weeks. You want to be very uh, active recovery in that re uh, approach to treating it. You don't want to just sit because sitting, stagnation, stiffness, muscle atrophy, weakness, you start to develop bigger issues. So this method is something that we employ and have employed for over a decade. So if this is an approach that you want to come check out, um, definitely book an appointment. But if you want to learn even more about it over in our blog, in our most recent uh, August uh, newsletter, you can read a bit more about the FAST method and how it was developed. So what are we promoting this month? It's actually social media follows. So um, give us five tags and you will be rewarded with a free laser session. So should be a simple one, particularly as we discussed uh, what our challenge of the month was, that yoga pose of the day. So go ahead and whip that camera out. Show us your yoga pose. Go ahead and tag us in that yoga challenge. And by the fifth one, you're going to earn yourself a free laser session. Hit us up for 30 days. Okay, you do the math. It seems like you're going to get six laser sessions. So a quick way to get over here and get this done is 
Let's get on that yoga challenge. Go ahead and hit us with those tags each and every day for those 30 days and come on in and get yourself some free laser. So our question of the month is one that's very timely. This is one where we transition from our summer uh, sports season into fall, and it's how do I know when I can return to sport? So our injured athletes wanting to find out when they're safe to return. And uh, I'd love to say that there's a simple hard and fast rule, but it really takes a keen, keen eye. The The thing that you never want to just rely on is the calendar. So uh, a lot of people will say, well, I sprained my knee and, you know, if it's mild, it's, uh, you know, two to four weeks. If it's moderate, it's four to six weeks. It's if it's severe, it could be up to 10 to 12 weeks. Well, I don't want the calendar to be the judge of when you return to sport. Ultimately, what it's going to take is a skilled, uh, one, hands-on approach to assessing the integrity of the tissue, the integrity of the joint, the integrity of the ligament or tendon that was involved in the injury. And then a good functional test where the practitioner is taking you through very specific movements to see if your body can tolerate the stresses of your sport. So if you're somebody who's just been told, hey, you know what, just stay off for two weeks and then just slowly get back into it. And if you feel like you're still in pain, then maybe back off. That is absolutely the wrong advice. And I can tell you right now, um, <clears throat> A lot of folks just don't feel confident with it and they go out and play timid and they end up coming back uh, even worse for wear. So if you're really truly wanting to know when you can return to sport, it's going to take uh, actually some some work. It's not a, a calendar issue. And that is a wrap for our podcast for this month. Hope you enjoyed it. Give us your comments. Give us your feedback. Follow us. Share it out to people who need to hear it, people who would benefit from some of the information that's provided within the podcast. Send that to them. Help them make a good decision about how to take care of their body for the best. They may not even necessarily be in our local region of Southern California. We help people all the way to the east coasts of Canada and into Puerto Rico and into uh, all parts of the USA. So if they need some assistance, they need advice, we can reach them virtually. If they're local, send them to us. We'll take great care of them. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you on the next one.